There's so much going on in the 49ers world. I mean, from the owners' meetings to the quarterback situation, and I have the one and only Larry Kruger on here to talk about it. We're going to get that right down to the nitty-gritty of the Trey Lance situation, the Brock Purdy situation, and the Sam Darnold situation. Is the Trey Lance era over for the 49ers? We don't know. We're going to talk about it right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Part two. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold, but I got the Niners on my back, you know. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Touching down right here. Finally, I get the legend himself. Larry Kruger is in the building. Round of applause, everybody. What's going on, Larry? How you doing today, man? And all of a sudden, he's on mute. I didn't mute him. He must have muted himself. He got Sorry that about new- that. Sorry about Maybe. that. You got How that crispy. You? you got that crispy new mic over there. What you? What you rocking? What you working with today, Larry? I see. Oh I man, I got guy. the new mic. I mean, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Yeah. Got the new mic. Got the new camera. Hello, everybody. Yeah. You looking so, 4K right now, buddy? I'm telling you, it's a little dark, but you know we're 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 working on the lighting. We're we're kind we'll of get you a light. We'll get you a light. Yeah, I got the sure. light going. It's it's bright near, but it, for some reason it's a little darker on the camera. But yeah, doing well, man. How you doing? It's raining. I'm looking outside because I got a window in here. It's um, you know, it's 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 absolutely dumping rain here in Northern California. My goodness, that's weird. Like the rain is just shifting out west the way it is but i remember when you guys barely got any rain and now you get no rain from may through uh halloween but like Damn. november december january february march and even even april you you can get quite a bit of rain but it's a uh, it this year we've had a ton of rain ton of rain wow. we've had a lot of drought out here so maybe the rain right so you're you making know, up for it you're making like up you- for it but it's it's coming down Hey, man, enjoy the rain. I'm not a rain fan. I'll take snow over rain, which is weird because I don't want to shovel the snow. You guys probably don't even get snow out that way. No. But I'll take snow over rain any day. Uh, rain is just wet. You just well, like, here's yeah. the thing. Snow in a, in a, in a, in a suburb, in a, uh, or in a rural area, beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. Snow in the city after like it's a cool. day, you just have exhaust smelling <laughs> you know, exhaust. It smells like exhaust, um, and it's just sitting there, and it's yeah. it's difficult. Trust me, I I, I understand. You, you like, look, I'm a city guy, and I know all about it. I'm cool. I mean, I li- I don't I live in the city, but on the outskirts. But man, listen, when it snows, I'm happy when it's coming down. You know, but then once it settles and it's over, I gotta go shovel the stuff, and then I'm like, mother freaking snow. Like, did you have to snow this much? You know what I mean? So. It's a good thing. People, people out there are probably fired up about the Yukon Huskies, huh? Oh, man. Listen, so I cried when the girls lost, but when the boys won, man, I was on cloud 19. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a good feeling. Look, Final Four, Huskies, here we come. It's They're going to win it all, man. They're going to win I it got all. a feeling. They got the bigs. They got the bigs. I, I think college basketball is getting back to the bigs. And it's not the old school bigs, too. I mean, you got bigs with footwork, but they took care of Gonzaga. I don't see any of the other three schools that has the size that can contest with some of what the Yukon Huskies like to do. They can score inside, they can score outside, uh, and they control that they control the clock. So it's gonna be very interesting. Final four, 
Yukon, baby. Yukon, let's go make some noise. <laughs> Shout out to everybody, the Yukon fans out there. Listen, Larry, we have fun on this show, so I just want you to know that the chat will be on level 100. So don't pay attention to the chat. They're going to have their own show inside of the chat. All right. That's all right. That's all right. I'm used to that. I'm used to that. Good. I got to give a quick shout out to my breezy bunch members out here. All right. So Peachy's in the building. Shout out to Peachy. She says, hey, Wayne and Krug. Hope you guys have a great show. Uh, It's physical therapy for me. I had to figure out what the hell PT was. I saw the knee for me. Sorry, I'll miss it. Hashtag BB. I got my man boss in the building. Says Niner, Niner, Niner living, Niner life, Niner world. They've raided Trey Block. Now he's on sale. Ooh. Outside looking in, this looks bad for quarterback advertising after what this team has been through. All right. So he he's just starts to show off with the bang. It's not even <laughs> yeah. a, you know, shots just, fired. Shots fired. Bam. Bam! I don't have those 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 sound effects as of right now. Mimi B, what up, faithful? Bang bang! Uh, shout out to Nia. She's in the building with the hashtag BB. My man Steve is in the building. Shout out to Steve. Uh, the graphics, the overlays—they look amazing, Steve. Great job on the overlays, bro. Larry, if you ever need artwork, if you you know, this is the guy. This is the Steve. Guy that, that, Steve Mullen. Steve Mullen. That's the guy. You know, I think I might. Have, I think I might have uh, you know met Steve once. Steve, have okay. we met? I think Steve, probably we might have met. Steve's Steve's been around the block a couple times, you know. He's an OG, you know. Uh, you know, and he's a diehard 49er collector. Dare it, they were asking about that shirt. Uh yeah, this <laughs> why are you wearing an uh you know, I don't think Kyle Shanahan would approve of that shirt. See, my nephew is a is a Patriot fan because they live in Connecticut. Because he live here. got this for me for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I said, Oh, that's a cool shirt. And he's like, Oh, I'll send it to you. So okay. so it's that's a cool what, shirt. Yeah. Uh, if you wore it around Kyle Shanahan, he'll probably I did, burn. I I did one time, but I had a jacket over it, and he kind of spotted it. He kind of looked I, through, and I asked him a question. He kind of he kind of went like that. <laughs> I know he saw it. Wait he a minute, this anything. is so funny. Uh, Kali says uh, Wayne and Larry, aka Magic and Bird. Now I'm just curious <laughs> to know: Am I Bird and he's Magic? He's out on the West Coast. I'm an East Coast guy. I'm a Celtics fan too, Larry. I don't. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, you're a Golden State fan, right? Yeah, I'm a Golden State you, fan, but I definitely yeah. was a Magic and Bird fan. My God! Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Two of the greatest basketball players of all time, hands down. No. Uh, shout out to all the other members of the Breezy Bunch, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Listen really quickly. Don't forget to like. Hit the thumbs up button right now. Don't forget to comment. Leave comments in the comment section. Uh, if you're watching the show, feel free to comment. Don't worry, I'll respond back. Uh, it may be good, it may be bad, but I'm going to respond. And if you are not a member of the Breezy's Bunch, go ahead and click that little join button right there. It's right there in the corner, right next to the logo that says The Wayne Breezy. Click that join button. Uh, you can become a member of the Breezy's Bunch. You'll get shouted out at the very beginning of the show. And there's also other perks that goes along with being a member of the Breezy's Bunch. All right. Don't forget to check out all the other social medias at the Wayne Breezy. You know where it is, Twitter, Instagram. And don't forget to go to the website and check out the new apparel that we have there. As you can see, I'm rocking one of the Wayne Breezy's hoodies. Larry, I got a package that's going to be coming to you very shortly. I didn't forget about Ooh, you. Ooh, the flag. I just, yeah, I got I, the, I got it. I'll put that exact flag. I'll put that behind me. That thing. Looks I just sick. haven't taken my lazy ass to the post office, Larry. The shit's packed up. See it's that? Packaged. See that? See that door right there? I need to cover up that door. So I'm, yes. I, I, I need to I got move you. some stuff around. I promise. It's going to the post office before. That's a Friday. great looking flag right there, Larry. Let's talk about. Let's get down to the nitty gritty, right? Because like, there's a lot of stuff that's going on. 
I know this is probably one of your favorite times because all the stuff comes out, the owners' meetings, the new league rules, it's a new league year. Uh, I talked about them earlier on the show. Uh, now, before I get to the, the gist of the one that we're going to talk about today, yeah. uh, you know, on this show, what are your thoughts overall of the, the new league rules uh, for the new league year? Any of them stand out to you more than others? I didn't even see the new league rules. I mean, I, I, oh. is there any major changes? I didn't even see that yeah. today. Is that today? Not really? Uh, they came out yesterday. Uh, NFLcommunications.com. They released them on yesterday for NFL.com. No, not major changes. I mean, people get to wear the number zero. Uh, you know, I don't know how big you are on number zeros in football. We see it a lot in basketball, but now we're going to be able to see it in football. There are a couple of 49er players that wore zero. Why not? In I like yeah, it. I like it too. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm a Jason Tatum fan and he wears zero. So why not? Why not I'm looking for the list of the new rules here. Okay. Uh, uh let's see if you go. Uh, I what else? What else? What other new rules do you like? Do you have? Yeah, they, I mean, none of them really stuck out. You know, it was just a couple of amendments. Um, you know, stuff that's kind of oh, they talked about them expanding the fourth down uh, you know, official review, like expanding it. So the way I t- tried to interpret it, because I definitely wanted to get your opinion on this, was are they expanding it now to New York to where New York is really gonna make the call? Because I always thought that was the rule. But maybe it was a rule at a certain time and a game to when New York enforced it. Now, let me take you back to Philadelphia. The NFC Championship game, the non-catch that was ruled as a catch on fourth down, Devontae Smith caught a pass, which was incomplete. The league was supposed to review it and overturn it from New York. They chose not to. They said it was a catch. I'm thinking that's what this rule helps. In those type of situations, I mean, well, I'll say this. I mean, anything they can do to perfect their replay situation will be appreciated for sure. Um, I know they're they're doing an expansion for um, they're they're going to do a change that's going to enable the replay official to initiate the review of a of a play when on field rule rule of an offense failed to reach the line to gain on fourth down. So, mm-hmm. like, if they see above that you, you know, that, that they want to question it. They can now, you don't have to call. See, I never liked the idea of mm-hmm. having, you know, we're going to use replay, but it's going to only be called from the field up. We're not going to go from the, from the camera down. It's like, what, why don't right. we go from the person who has the best information down to the officials instead of having this game of, well, should we challenge? Should we not challenge? I'm standing on a sideline, but I've, I'm in radio contact with a guy who's in a booth who's telling me. I mean, that's. do you see how ridiculous that is? We have the technology. Use the technology. It, it, if you go to the racetrack, if we go to the racetrack. Yep. I don't know if you ever go out to the racetrack. You ever been I've never been to a racetrack. I've only seen it on The Simpsons. All right. If you go to a racetrack and... There's a photo finish. Two horses right at the end. Got you. Right? Okay. It just, they don't say horse one won and horse two lost uh-huh. pending overwhelming, you know, video, uh, you know, in, um, confirmation. They just yeah. say photo finish. Photo finished. When, and then they look at the photo and whoever won, they give the award to or, you know, they give the uh, the win to. When the horses bump in the lane, it will just say inquiry. 
And then you'll uh, find out what they apps, you know, what they rule instead of having everything be from the field where the game's so fast and there's elements and there's volume and weather and all the different things that go on uh, that interfere you being able to make the right call. Why not get the guy in the comfy, cozy booth who's looking at the game from a million angles and has all kinds of manpower? And he says, oh, we got a problem. That was a drop. Where? Oh, look at, look at the replay. It was a drop. Boom. They they call from New York down to the field. This was a drop. Boom. Not not like, did Kyle Shanahan challenge it? He didn't, should he? Did Hafonga motion enough to, you know what I mean? It's like going yeah, back to that Philly game. There's just a lot of garbage in the NFL replay. If you're going to have replay, uh-huh. use the replay and get the calls right. Don't turn it into some game where you get, you're risking timeouts and this and that. Have a guy in a, have several people watching these games and looking for the call. And if they call, if the call's right, the call's right. And then m- go from the booth to the field. Don't yeah. go from the field to the booth back down to the field. Guys, eliminate one angle. On right. That I hope, I hope everybody's comprehending what you're saying. Cause it's super simple, right? Yeah. yeah. Let the guy that's just watching the damn camera, just be the one that makes the call right. on, those, on the photo finish types of plays. Right, because that was when when you do a play like that, that's a photo finish. I like that. That was the perfect term. I've heard it all my life, and I've just never seen it in real life. That's the perfect term, photo finish. Let me take a snapshot to see if this person completed that pass all the way down to the ground. If that ball moves, and maybe they got to do a video finish in football because you know there's always motion going on. But I mean, the game's fast. I mean, I don't. And people always say, "Well, the officials are too old," and this and that. No, no. Go stand on an NFL sideline. And see how fast the game is, and then come back and be critical of these officials. Agreed. The athletes are fast. The game is incredibly fast. It, it's sometimes faster than what you can see. And so that you need video replay. The game's so fast that video replay is needed now more than ever. But just use it in a way where you get it right the most number of times. And take some of the – let's – and here's another thing, Breezy. And I want to talk about this at the end of the last end of the year. Mm-hmm. But let's take some of this stuff off of the shoulders of the head coaches and let Thank them you. coach football. Seriously, do we have to turn everything into some competitive? Shanahan didn't do it. Shanahan, you know, that's what you were going to get. Sirianni yep. did this. Shanahan did yep. that. Why not? If you're going to have replay and you're going to spend all the money, just have somebody say, from above, what was, was the right call? Yeah. I mean, it should not be did, you know, one replay after a commercial. Did Hafonga see it? He kind of motioned. Should Kyle have challenged it? All decide in a second. You're in rain. It's cold. People are screaming, F you, Kyle, 50 feet away. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's a oh, weird yeah. situation to then be super exact in. It sounds, in theory, like a good idea to let the coaches do it, but let the let the replay officials. I would feel more confident if New York took bit more control of these games and took some of those kinds of things off of the head coach's plate. I feel like what they're trying to do, though, Larry, is put the inexperienced coach. And it, I don't think it matters if you're experienced or not. I mean, you're asked to make a quick, rational decision at a split second of time. 
it's it's got to be a lot of pressure on the head coaches to have to make that. So why even? I mean, I, for for some reason, the NFL wants that competitiveness edge, uh, relying on the coach, and then if the coach doesn't call the timeout. I think what it was was Kyle called the timeout, and then he they said he couldn't challenge it, and so they gave him his timeout back. If I'm not mistaken, that's what happened. But then when you watch the damn replay. The ball was bobbled and he never completed the. the I, I I sometimes I don't understand. We didn't get the replay. The TV audience, at least the, ah. what I was watching, the TV audience didn't get the conclusive third angle re, of the replay that oh. showed definitively that Devonte had fumbled that ball until after they had scored the touchdown. Oh. Do you remember that? We didn't I, see that. I was that. at the game. I was there. We didn't, okay, so we okay, so they. The play happens. It's bang, bang. They're running down there, you know, the field to quickly snap the ball, which is always anytime the receiver is like trying to motion, let's get it snapped. Let's get it, get it snapped right there. You know, that's a huge red flag challenge the play that one right there. Then there was the Hafanga saying incomplete. incomplete. That was mm-hmm. number two. So Shanahan blew that. What I'm saying though, He's still on the sideline talking to somebody who only has got what we got, I think, which is they're looking at his guys are watching the TV. So, yeah, there's somebody in New York who saw all the angles right away. But the guy who Shanahan's talking to to decide if he wants a challenge or not is seeing what you and I are seeing, the TV copy, and they didn't show that angle until after they actually scored the touchdown or after they came back from the commercial, I believe. And that's, that's, so, that's, and that's that. So I, you know, once I again, let's perfect this. Let's perfect this and take this out of the head coaches purview and just put it on a replay official. Just don't take one part of the game that right now you're leaning on the coaches to kind of make the right call, take it out, take it out of their hands and just have somebody and just guarantee that you always mm-hmm. make the right call. Right. right. Just put it on. Give give one official that job, and then we can thrash that official. <laughs> well, I mean, then at least it's coming from New York, and it's like Correct. you know what? You just Correct. put up the inquiry or put up the red flag or whatever. Pause. Do whatever yeah. you need to do to pause the game. Whatever the mechanics are of it, but have it come from New York and take that off the plate of the head coaches, and and then they they can just call the game. They don't have to worry about, do I challenge here? Was that, you know, I mean, based on what somebody in my earphone said from above that they saw the TV copy because there we saw the flaw in it this year in the playoffs. We didn't get the TV copy of the of the call until after the play was decided. There it is. Hey, guys, thumbs up if you agree with Larry. My thumb is up. Thumbs down if you disagree with Larry. Go ahead and put it in the chat. All right, we're going to be moving on. Before we do that, though, we do have a Super Chat contribution at the beginning of the show. I always do the touchdown horn for the contributions, so just don't be alarmed. Jax Knox says, hey, Breezy and Larry, let's great shoe, guys. I know she meant show, so I'm going (laughs) to... had to read it, you know, the way it was spelt. It's all good. Thank you, Miss Jacqueline. We appreciate the Super Chat contribution. <laughs> all right. So here is something that I definitely want to get your take on, right? So yeah. there's a new Thursday night football rule, okay? And the rule is that teams now can have up to two Thursday night football games per season. So 
let's talk about this because last time I checked, I mean, here's the here's the benefit of it. You know, they get longer weeks to recover if that's how you want to look at it. That's the only benefit. They get a longer time or a longer period to recover after the game because they get, you know, the rest of the week off and then up to that next week, right? So what are your thoughts about this Thursday night football rule? Two games per season now. Well, as long I mean, Jack Hammer, who I just talked to on my channel, the Krug Show, said yeah. that said that made a great point. And his point was that if you're going to do it, there's only one equitable way to do it. And that is to have consecutive Thursday night games, you know, only interrupt them with a short week once, as opposed to interrupting their schedule with two short weeks. Ah. Um, yeah. They get two breaks of longer time to, <clears throat> to rehab after that. But what he's saying is if you're going to play Thursday, play the next two Thursdays. Right. You know, so at least you're, you're, you know, there's only one adjustment period. That makes sense because I, one thing I want to see less of is I want to see less of, Hey, you played Sunday, but you're playing again Thursday. Right. You know that right. I want to see less of that. But, so there's a way to do that. You can play back to back Thursdays. Who, then you only who, have that one time. I don't, I'm not sure of the rule to where, as if the, the teams get the schedule one game or is the league straight up just going to schedule both Thursday games. And if they do that, how are they going to schedule these teams to play back to back like that? Yeah, I don't know the, how they're going to actually get it done, but yeah, that's really the good. only way to do it. Otherwise, you're—I mean, first of all, I don't know about you, but I think the Thursday night product is lousy. I really it's do. It doesn't. It's Monday night. You get an extra day to yes. you know to prepare. On on Thursday night, you're. It's always based on you just played and you're going to be playing somewhere else, and just the games are bad. The quality's bad. Yeah. The the number of guys who have to sit it out are is always a number of guys. To me, if you're gonna do more Thursday and stay with Thursday, I'm I'm definitely in favor of upping either the number of people on the on the roster, roster yes. or maybe the number of people on the practice squad that you can then easily move onto the roster if they don't want to change the roster size, if they just want to change. But I mean, they need more players to choose from um, if they're going to play more Thursday, Sunday deals. All right. My man, Steve says the league schedules the first and then the second Thursday game could be a flex. I, I believe that's Kind of like how it's a cash grab for the league. That a flex means that you're one of the the better matchups that week, and they want to move you into a prime time slot. But I mean, it's all that's all about them. That's not so. You know, who doesn't benefit there is the players. But this is what makes yes they do from the fact they share the revenue. But I mean, that's it's very indirect. But I'm thinking this is how it makes sense for us now because maybe it's not all 32 teams. It's just that there's an option that there's teams of the 32 that will get flexed into that second Thursday football game. Right. You're not going to have any say the league's going to have the say damn the league's going to. And guess what? There it's most likely going to be the better teams. So, Correct. you know, teams like the Niners, this is a rule that does impact the Niners because um, they're likely to play in a primetime Thursday that they're, they don't know about right now. Correct. That is, that is a hundred percent. Correct. So, Late in the year. Yeah, potentially. And teams and I mean, teams just generally don't want to play on Thursday anyway. I mean, they're coming off of a short week. Uh, Larry, you've interviewed tons of players, especially football players. 
They tell you what it's like. I mean, after a game on Sunday, they usually have Monday off, right? And then they start their kind of like rest, relaxation, rehabilitation, and then they still practice. So, like, you have to truncate that and still play on a short week on a Thursday. Those guys are still hurting, banged up, beat up. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the Thursday game... Breezy, you see it with the way... um... You, you see it with the way they kind of go with the or Kyle will use his backs and use some of his players. He'll use guys the previous Sunday and then give them the Thursday off and then uh. use different guys sometimes on that Thursday game, especially, you know, especially run. This is where running back depth, I think, can help you is if you can somehow use a different back to be the, you know, the primary back in in the Wednesday, you know, in the uh, Thursday, Sunday turnaround. And that's the good thing with the Niners. They do have a lot of depth in the backfield. They do. They do. And and I expect them to add more, too. Uh, whether it's in the draft or undrafted, they're going to continue to add depth in the backfield. Um, not sure they're so stuck on who they have, but they're always looking for ways to improve. And that's something that they talked about here at the owners meeting. So we're going to get into that a little bit uh, right now. Let's talk about your take on John Lynch. Uh, we heard what John Lynch pretty much had to say. Uh, I'm sure you've, you've watched the interview over and over again. And, uh, uh, the only thing that pretty much stuck out, like, you know, signing Javon Hargrave, none of that mattered. Like the only thing that stuck out was about Brock Purdy, uh, and being the leader in the club or, or, or how it was said. But I tell you what, I have the soundbite. Let's go ahead and play it. And then I'll get your take on it. Okay. Until he is. When Brock's ready, is, is he your starting quarterback or is there a, yeah. a process of it? I think Brock has earned the right with the way he played that he's probably the leader in the clubhouse at that. You know, I'll let Kyle make those kind of decisions, but I know when we talk, I think Brock's probably earned that right to be the be the guy if we were to line up. He'd probably take that first snap. And um, really excited about where Trey is at with his uh, progress from his injury. Uh, he's been working really hard. And um, Do you love getting high, but smoke? Well, I don't like getting high, but smoking. <laughs> Shout out to the ad, uh, you know from that uh but let's talk about uh you know he 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 endorsed Brock as the guy that's what I got from this but then he he said that they're excited about Trey so like why is everybody worried about Trey Lance possibly like not being the guy from what John what John is saying not 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 being here from what John is saying what are your thoughts on that well I mean there was a couple quotes like one of them the one that I think stood out was we like Trey on our team right now right now dang you paid attention to that and it's like <clears throat> you know I mean it's like if, you know if you said that to your girl hey you know somebody comes up to you she's standing right there next to you she's and don't don't you love your girl breezy and you say you know I right really now. love her right now <laughs> she is gonna slap you <laughs> she's not going to be happy with that. She's yes. not, she's, you know, and uh, th- because th- that just, so that line right there, it just, it just sounds weird. It's like, we're, we're, we it's, really like Trey. Uh-huh. We really like Trey on our team right now. That uh-huh. suggests, that suggests that he's not going to be on the team in the future. Okay. I, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know how that could imply anything else. Hold, hold that thought. Cause we're going to get to that in a little bit. Uh, um, this is the second time John Lynch has kind of put out some type of a subliminal about Trey Lance. Remember the interview at the combine and they talked about Trey Lance and he said, you know, we love Trey Lance, uh, but 
He's got to be healthy. He's got to get out there. We've got to find a way to get him out there. You know what I'm saying? So what are your thoughts on that? Well, like, I mean, he, he said what he said before. He said, hey, you know, Trey's got to play. He's got to play. Uh, and that he goes, and that's the challenge because yeah. we got a team that's ready to go. And the implication there, I think, was that was at the combine. And the implication was just that the time he he kind of it sounded like now I'm not trying to I don't I don't want them to trade Trey. So every time I get into this discussion, people are like, Why are you trading Trey? And I get all these people in my chat going, You're trading Trey. I'm like, it's just a discussion, y'all. I promise you. But Larry just said he doesn't want to trade Trey. Wayne Breezy doesn't want to trade Trey. I'm going to cry if the 49ers trade Trey. I'm just letting you know that's who I am. I'm an emotional guy. We're putting it out there. But we want to have the discussion. Guys, put on your big boy pants. Put on your big boy pants, people. We need to have the discussion. It's football, but it's business. (laughs) Right. So uh, to me, when he said, you know, he made it sound at the combine like, and, 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 you know, in some ways, I agree exactly with what he said. Let's go through it. Trey's got to play. Trey's got to play. We know that. There's no, there's no doubt. Like, if you said to me, number, take the Niners out of it. Let's just talk about Trey Lance. What do you think of Trey? Trey's got to play. That's he's right. got to play. He hasn't played. So if he hasn't played, we can't tell if he's good. So he's got to play. That's, That's true. One. He does have to play. Then he goes, We've got a team. He goes, that's the challenge. We've got a team that's ready to win now. Now, that's the challenge. we got a team that's ready to win now. There is no challenge. You don't even have any other quarterbacks at that time. You didn't even have Darnold when he said this. Purdy's hurt. So, Trey's your only quarterback. So, why is there a challenge at all? Because what, what he's referring to is the next line where he said, we've got a team that's ready to win now. And the implication is that we love Trey. We think he's going to be great at some point, but it's not today in our estimation, and we're ready to win now. And to me, I read that like that sounded very similar to what the Warriors said about James Wiseman about mm-hmm. 10 days before they traded him. But in the end, and that was because the trade deadline was going on. But if Trey's likely to be traded, Jack Hammer thinks it won't be until like the trade deadline next year or. I personally think that if they want to go with Brock Purdy and they've already signed Sam Darnold, who could easily be a number one or a number two. I mean, I don't know if he'd be a number one, but I mean, he thinks he can be a number one. Right. Definitely he's a number two. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you've got the draft coming up and there there's rumors that they like Tanner McKee. There's rumors that they like Clayton Toon. There's rumors they like the Utah State kid Bonner. There's, you know, there's stuff out there. Well, Shanahan said he only wants two quarterbacks on his roster. You know, they, they won't compliment Trey other than to say he's a great guy. Uh, even even uh, Jed York today, when he made reference to, you know, Trey, I think is going to be great someday kind of a thing. But it, t- it doesn't sound like it j- jives with their timeline. And I just think that other teams, because he's a good quarterback, are going to see this as well. And it really sounds like John Lynch is telling the rest of the teams in the league, hey, look, this guy's got value. We're not giving him to you. We yeah. love him. And we think he's going to be good. And we yeah. don't have to trade him. We, he's a cheap quarterback on our roster. But right. you're pick 10 to 40 and you need a quarterback, you might want to call us because we might be able to do a deal. I, and that's what it sounded like to me. 
I we're gonna I want to talk more about Trey and in its entirety. We'll we'll answer some questions in the chat. Uh here's here's the quarterback's plan from what we've heard from Lynch, Shanahan, uh, and even today a little bit from Jed York. All right. So here it is. Uh this was before Jed York sp- spoke, but this is based off of Lynch and uh Shanahan. So right now, Trey Lance is one. Brock, uh, uh, Sam Darnold is two, and Brock Purdy is three due to injury. Could do you agree or disagree with that? To me, it didn't. No, I mean, I'm what I got out of what they said the last couple of days is Brock Purdy is number one, I and agree. that Trey Lance and Sam Darnold will split reps in camp to be number two. That's what I got out of where, and where that's exactly that's exactly what they said based on injury. Over on recovering for the injury, so that Brock Purdy is the guy, and so I'm just talking about going into camp, basically. So to me, going into camp is Brock gonna be Purdy's then three because he's not Here playing, right? And so and then it's then I think Trey's going to beat out Darnold. Me too. But but, Dar- but uh, Shanahan has said has said great has had compliment more complimentary of Darnold than he's been. And he did Trey Lance, which was I'm all right. Let's. He did talk about Trey Lance. I do have that clip without the ad in it. Let's go ahead and listen to that. He would have had a hell of a year. Uh, he only got one and a half games or one and a quarter. And then he went out, opened up an opportunity for Jimmy. Jimmy got hurt and opened it up for Brock. And Brock played eight games and won all of them and played at an extremely high level. And we're very excited to have that level of a player as our quarterback. Now, we believe Trey could be that. I think he would have done it last year if he stayed healthy. Um, the good thing for him is with Brock being hurt and stuff, he has an opportunity to try to regain that and everything. And that's also we brought in Sam because we can't be set for sure on Brock because you never know how the injury will go. We think it will go well. And we're optimistic about it. But right now that's on hold. And so it opens up opens up an opportunity for Trey and for Sam to come in and show us what they have. Can, can a guy like... I, I guess my question to you, uh, Larry, is why insert the Sam opportunity? Like why? And and I get he's a uh, he's a quarterback. We signed him in free agency. I, I understand that, but why not just focus? He started off with Trey. He started talking about man, we love him. If he could have been, if he didn't get injured, we felt like he was going to progress and be this and such and such. Of course, that's what you're going to say, right? But he got hurt, and it opened up an opportunity for Brock, and then uh, for Jimmy, and then Jimmy get hurt, and it opened up an opportunity for Brock, and then Brock comes in and wins eight games. But then he flashes right on to Sam Darnold, and then he comes back and ends it with Trey, but then ends it with Sam Darnold about opening up the opportunity for Sam, which makes me feel like they really do like Sam, opposed to him just being some type of an emergency uh, insurance plan. Well, it's weird, too. I mean, they it's clear that Darnold is a hedge. Now, it's a hedge either against, uh, against Purdy's injury mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. against Trey's development or Trey's injury, um, but it's clearly a hedge. But the, then the question is, you know, um, you know, why is why is Ian Rappaport, who's pretty connected, why is he coming out saying that it really looks like Sam Darnold, if Trey stays on this trajectory, will be the starting quarterback for the 49ers in Week One? Who told Ian Rappaport? that Trey's on a trajectory that is not, that's going to make him now lose the starting job to statistically 
one of the worst quarterbacks we've seen in the NFL. Did they forget so why that? Is that? Why is that? Isn't that? Hmm, doesn't that make you go? Hmm. I remember that song. Things that make you go. Hmm. <laughs> No, no, but seriously, you're asking a legitimate question that we're right? trying to figure out. And this is why we're scratching our head, because we're saying to ourselves, why aren't they pushing the agenda that Trey Lance was the starter, lost the job due to injury first. Brock Purdy outplays every quarterback on that roster, clearly wins the job. I'm not mad that Brock Purdy's the leader in the clubhouse. He should be the leader in the clubhouse. He won games consecutively until we got to Philly. Right. But he, we only lost that because he got injured. Injury is the key here. What are we talking about? So how is it that your the, the agenda? How is it that the agenda is pushing Trey out? What do they know? Or what what are we not? What are we missing, Larry? What are we missing? They either have seen something in Trey they don't like or they're just they they realize that Brock is their one and that they that Trey needs to play. I mean, this isn't just because we don't know the answer doesn't mean anything nefarious is going on here. You know, it's not like, you know, they're they're trying to cook up. I just think that the way it is is the way it is. And they're reasonable. So, like, what do I mean by that? So Brock, in their mind, is their number one guy based on how he played. He ran with it and they're and he's young and they believe in him. and, And as long as he's, you know, not diminished coming off the surgery, they clearly want to go with him. I mean, I, that's the way it sounds to me. That's what but, I, got. but they also understand that, you know, Trey Lance is a good prospect as well. And there's no pressure on them to get rid of either quarterback. But I think if they know Brock's their guy and they know Trey needs to play to progress, they're not going to hold him hostage against his, own will and stall out his entire career. I mean, I mean, theoretically they could turn Trey Lance into a career backup by just keeping him on the roster. And at some point they're going to have to make a decision on trade. They're going to have to pay him in a big money extension, or he's Mm -hmm. got to be a free agent. And if you're not going to let him play in that window and the plan is to go with Purdy, you kind of, I said, I said at the time with, at the combine, when I heard Lynch say um, what he said, you know, which was, you know, basically Trey's got to play and that's the challenge because we're ready to win now. To me, it was an obvious indication they're going to trade him. And then I said, well, you know what? The next quarterback will tell you if they're going to trade him or not. Because if they go for like an Easton stick, an obvious backup, then they're going to go with Brock and Trey and this obvious backup is number three because that backup might have to go through waivers and they didn't keep three quarterbacks. A lot of teams don't. Most teams don't. So then I said, but if they go with a real legitimate number three, that guy who could almost be a number one, like a Baker Mayfield is the name I threw out, that will tell us that they're probably are going to shop Trey. Sure enough, they go with Sam Darnold. Then they come out again and and Sh- and Lynch is basically saying, you know, hey, um, you know, we like Trey. and But, but I mean, these, they're really not committal. And then Shanahan basically made it sound yesterday like they aren't shot. They could trade anybody, you know. Will you be shopping trade? Well, we could trade anybody. I could be. Yeah, you could be trade. <laughs> on Sunday, remember that one? But yeah. I mean, so he's throwing out that. I just, I, and then Jed York says, you know, we, I, we haven't changed our opinions of Trey. It sounds to me like they're saying all the things that you would say if you want to trade a player, 
but you want to build up his value. Yes. But while still going by, I mean, look, do you want to listen to what they say? I've had people keep quoting what they say. Mm-hmm. I'd rather try to decipher what they're doing. And what yeah. they're doing is bringing in a guy in Sam Darnold that's either going to start or be the backup. <sighs> He's not going to be number three. So one of those guys ain't going to be there. And they just told you they love Brock Purdy and they're fortunate. He's the guy. And now Ian Rappaport is saying that if Brock Purdy doesn't start, it'll be Sam Darnold. And he only wants to be putting out the right information. So is it possible somebody whispered to him, you know what? Darnold's here. They're actually going to trade Trey on draft day. I don't know. But why is he not saying to me on paper, Trey Lance should beat out Sam Darnold. So why is it obvious that Darnold is going to start week one? It's only obvious if somebody told you that Darnold is going to be here, but Trey's not. So I just think there are several indications that Trey could be dealt on draft day. And it's just because I don't think they can have both. They can't have Purdy and Trey and they, they have to, they're going to have to move off of one of them within a year. And I think that, they could do it two ways, Breezy. They could pl- they could keep Trey this year and hope that he plays and, and builds up his value more. But if they think he has flaws and he's really not going to play and went, do well for them, that's why they have Sam Darnold, then maybe it makes sense to trade him before then so you don't de- you know, so he's not devalued. I, I think there's a very good chance he gets traded on draft day. Let's talk about this, guys. Is the Trey Lance era over? For the 49ers, Larry just said, don't listen to what they say, watch what they do. I've been, look, it's so hard for me to move on from somebody that we, like, that I wanted. I, I wanted us to draft Trey Lance. I, unfortunately, due to injury, now, 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 when Jimmy Garoppolo got injured, we wanted to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Because we knew he couldn't stay healthy, blah, 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 blah. What if they're using that same type of blueprint? Now, Brock Purdy is also injured, so they don't necessarily know. But what if they are? What if they can get something big for Trey Lance? What if that's what's going down? I did watch them sign Sam Darnold, and I said to myself, Larry, why him? He's the youngest out of the quarterbacks that were at free agents. He's going to be dirt cheap, and he can come in here and revive his career with all the weapons that they got built. The team is built to win now. And so I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I'll give you one. I'll give you one, Breezy, that makes sense to me. And I know people are going to absolutely scream. That's okay. Let them scream. I think Kyle Shanahan likes Zach Wilson. Oh, hell no. I think think Trey could be a Jet. Oh, hell no. Don't you tell me Zach Wilson's coming here. I could see it. I could see it. Zach Wilson is a talented quarterback that needs to change the scenery. Trey Lance only needs to change the scenery because he can't play here. He's not, or he's not going to play here over Brock Purdy right now. And if Brock Purdy's healthy, right? Brock's going to get the first go. And if he's healthy, it's all based on Brock's health. That's what clouds the whole picture. But but Trey Lance needs to play. And if Kyle Shanahan is in a year where Brock Purdy's health is unknown, Breezy, is still shopping for Sam Darnold, to me it kind of suggests that maybe they don't believe in Trey Lance. Because why are you giving Sam Darnold in a year where you're totally up against the cap and you've got to make all these tough decisions and you yeah. still got to get, you got to really, you know, do everything you can to stretch for Javon Hargrave. But wait, you got 
you got money for your third string quarterback to have 11 and a half million in incentives and have all that negotiated out. I, I'm just saying, I'm <laughs> Nigel's like, turn Larry's mic off. I'm not <laughs> saying that I, that I want Zach Wilson. I'm saying that I did some interviews with Steve young before the draft. He was pretty convinced that Kyle Shanahan liked Zach Wilson. Um, and Zach Wilson is persona non grata right now and is probably going to be traded at a, at a loss, you mm-hmm. know, because then the, the jets have to move him. If, if they don't, I mean, I, I can't, I, I just can't even imagine him continuing on there. The Niners in a weird way, if they're going with Purdy may have to move Trey Lance simply because it's time for Trey Lance to play. He has to play this year. That that's the number one, whether he plays for the Niners, that's secondary. He absolutely has to play. And he's not going to play if they've decided that Brock Purdy is their guy. So it's possible that <laughs> Trey Lance needs a change of scenery. Zach Wilson needs a change of scenery. Um, there's other guys in these two teams that need changes of scenery. Javon Kinlaw could use, use a change of scenery. Uh, Makai Becton could use a change, change of scenery. Um, people in the chat right now going, Larry Breezy could use a change of scenery with this, with you right now. No, but no, but what I'm saying is, um, you know, I, I Lance needs to play. Yeah. He needs to I, play. I, but and you, Zach Wilson needs to get out of New York. And if Shanahan really does like Zach Wilson, you might be able to get a good deal. You might be able to get Trey. You might be able to get Zach Wilson in a second round pick. Mm. That's how bad they want to get rid of Zach Wilson. Or you might be able to get Zach Wilson and something. I'm just saying it's, it sounds crazy because Wilson's been horrible, but Trey Lance, if he's not going to play here, I don't think it's in Trey. I think everybody, John Lynch, Trey Lance, Trey's parents, Trey's agent, you, me, and everybody else, everybody knows it's not in Trey Lance's best interest to sit on the bench anywhere anymore. He's got to play. That's a fact. That's a fact. Everybody knows that. Every guys out there, you know, Trey Lance needs to play. I know, you know, Larry knows. The coaches just said it. He said he has an opportunity to regain that spot, regain the role. You know, it's just so weird to me because I'm saying to myself, wait, if Brock is hurt, why does he have to regain it? Why does he have to come out here and compete? You gave it to him last year. Now all of a sudden he has to come out and compete. I could see if Brock was healthy. And then he said he has to regain that role. But why does he have to come out here and regain the role? Aha! It's because they signed Sam Darnold. And they want to see what Sam Darnold can do. It's it's a watch. And I watch. think they're going to draft a quarterback, too. And they're really going to draft a quarterback. I think, they, I think this quarterback market has got some really good after-day-one quarterbacks. Mm. Right? And t- I, I, they were at Tanner McKee's pro day. Um, I can see them really liking Clayton Tune out of Houston. I mean, there's a number of guys. I think they go with the higher efficiency type players, right? Guys that can get the ball off their hand quick. Uh, you look at Clayton Tune. I didn't think he had one of the best. Maybe DTR. Uh, how about how about Dorian Thompson Robinson? A lot yeah. of people like him. I, I, I to me, he's played a lot of football. He played five years with the Bruins. Yeah. Um, you know, he. You're, you're talking about a guy who's. You know, an ideal guy to back up Darnold, who's backing up Purdy. Um, but that's, you know, I mean, it's. I'm just saying that I think that the number one priority, and it, listening to Lynch, 
it sounds a lot like Lynch is like, hey, Trey's got to play. And he said that first, almost like that, that is going to rule the day. Correct. So when you, when you, when you're, when your launch point is Trey's got to play, mm-hmm. and then you're also committed to, we're playing Brock. He's our number one guy. That means Trey's going to be traded in my mind. And I, and I know that sounds ridiculous to some people, but um, I just think that look at the quarterbacks in this draft. If you're, if you're Tennessee at your 11 um, and you got Tannehill and Malik Willis, you want Hendon Hooker? Maybe because he went to Tennessee. But if you didn't, you know, if you don't want, I think I'd rather have Trey Lance. I think I'd rather have Trey Lance than that than almost every other quarterback outside of uh, outside of the kid from Florida. I mean, I, I don't. I'm I'm not a big fan of the other quarterbacks. I know but what you're I'm about. just saying Trey Lance might be. Um, he may not be a top ten player, but he might be a top thirty player if you was in this draft. So. Maybe there's somebody who's willing to give you a pick. I guess I don't, I don't understand. Um, the only way I can see us trading Trey Lance is if the offer is an offer you can't refuse. I don't see a selling low on Trey Lance. But not like, the then food. what would low be? Because I, you're I, not, I, I would say, I would say they would be willing to take my, this may be my guess. Any pick from, I mean, they're not going to get a top 10 pick. But let's say any pick from 10 to 50. Okay. If somebody called with a pick between 10 and 50, I think they would do it just because I think uh, they do have those three third round picks. So the, if they wanted Tanner McKee, Clayton Toon, DTR, they could easily pick, get them right there in the third round. Hmm. Hmm. They, they would need more though. I, I, I need, no, I'm I just need. saying, I'm just saying they would get, you think they would need more than, than a, than a late first or an early second round pick. Yeah, I think I would think it would acquire to getting something next year. Blah 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 blah. They're not going to get three first round picks, but no. Uh, I well, mean, they may they- get more. They may get more. I mean, I'll say this. I mean, I, I would trade more if I was Rand Carthon. I if I was Rand Carthon, I would definitely offer um, a, a decent player on my roster and the eleventh yeah. pick overall. And that's the eleventh pick overall or twelfth pick overall. That's um, the one team I have circled. It makes sense. That's the that's the only team that I feel like, or, or a team tied to the 49ers, like you said, the Jets. But here's the thing, right? Is 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 the era over? And and you know, I'm I'm gonna go with a hard no. I I don't think that the era is over yet, uh, because they haven't seen, you know, they haven't seen enough to move on from some from a kid like this. And like I said, the only way you move on from this, Larry is the simple fact if a team blows you away with a deal. And it's going to have to be a team that you know that's willing to just give up more than what Trey Lance is worth. Because right now, what is he worth? He, you just told well, us. Well, that's the thing. It's a, you know, it's speculative what he's worth. It's what okay. anybody's willing to pay, you know. Um, it's, that's you know, but I mean, let's look at the first round. Uh, in the mock draft I'm looking at, Stroud goes one, Bryce Young yep. goes two, Anthony yep. Richardson goes four to the Colts, That's Will Levis point. goes seven to the Raiders. So I've heard Will Levis is interviewing terribly. He's so terribly then, so then, uh, so then, so then, all these teams after seven who need quarterbacks. Atlanta's got Desmond Ritter. That's it. Um, Tennessee's got got potentially could have a quarterback issue. Uh, the Jets have the thirteenth pick. You know, if you if you think that uh, they have interest, 
they've got the 13th pick. There's talk that New England doesn't like Mac Jones. Is that true? Is that not true? They pick 14. Washington doesn't have a quarterback long-term. They pick 16. Um, is Jared Goff the quarterback long-term in Detroit? They pick 18. Who's replacing Tom Brady in Tampa long-term? Um, they don't have a guy, right? They pick 19. Seattle, I don't think, is going quarterback at the top. They no, go they to, at, defense. at 20, though, they may they may go quarterback. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're a team. Um, Baltimore, what's the deal with Lamar? Lamar, uh, is he going to come back? Is he not? You know, so then you get you got Ravens pick at 22. Are, is Kirk Cousins, uh, you know, for sure set long-term in Minnesota? I'm sure the Vikings would love to have Trey. They pick 23. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you've got some teams there that, that you know, there's several teams there, you know, in a, in a 10, 12 pick, uh, pick stretch that don't have quarterback, a young quarterback for the future, um, that rookie quarterback that you can win with. And they do have picks. You know, right there. And now who would I want in that in that window? I don't know. I mean, maybe you go offensive tackle like the Skaronsky kid at a Northwestern. Maybe you would take Michael Mayer if you really think he's a star tight end. I think he's great. Deontay Banks, the corner from Maryland, is a is a big dominant corner. I and mean, they haven't had a true number one. To me, I would go with Kalijah Cansey at a pit, who's you know, six two, two eighty and just a terror to me. He's a Awesome, incredible defensive tackle. Yeah, and reminds you of uh, what's the other defensive tackle? Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Yeah, he's got a lot of Aaron Donald to him. So I'm just saying, you know, if you liked, um, I mean, the one thing with the 49ers situation is they when they want to be complimentary, they can be. They're very complimentary of Brock. Heck, um, Kyle Shanahan just told us yesterday how much he really loved the way that uh, Sam Donald throws. They've never complimented Trey other than to say they, they think he's a great guy. So I, I, you know, I, not that they don't like him, but I just think that, I think that he needs to play They're yeah. They're committed to going with Purdy. They're now starting to add quarterbacks. It makes me think they're going to trade Trey. I, I, I get what you're doing. You're watching what they're doing opposed to what they're saying. Uh, I'm, I'm listening to what they're saying. Also watching what they're doing. I'm keeping my mind open for something to happen, but I really feel like they're going to give Trey the opportunity to go out there and Trey's going to, I, you know, just from what we know of Trey, just through the history of the adversity that he's faced throughout his life, you know, going from linebacker, wanting to be a quarterback, turning down D1 schools to, to not play linebacker because he wanted to be a quarterback, gets an opportunity to play. I mean, none of that really matters, but he did overcome the adversity. He did get drafted as a quarterback, so there are things there. Is he still raw? Yeah. But how else are you going to polish off this kid if you don't allow this kid to, to play some damn football? And I think that's why they keep saying that they like him, Larry, because they know that this kid has the ceiling and he has talent and he has ability and he can learn. He's a smart kid. The question is, can he take what he learned in the books and show it out there on the football field? The only thing is there's not enough log hours to know. And so they don't know either. Now, again, the only way they move on from off this kid is if a team comes and blows them away uh, if a team wants him and they blow him away in a deal, I, I, if the deal is not good, 
they're just going to keep Trey and they're going to rock out with the the cheapest quarterback room in the NFL. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And, and, and I think they're cool with that. Why? Because you heard Jay York say today that our team is built, right? They're built to win. They, they, they're able to spend money in free agency. They're able to go get these guys due to them having the situation uh, with the quarterbacks uh, uh, finances and things like that. So I think they milked this junk to the wheels fall off, bro. And if they miss out on Trey, oh, well, it's a miss. I, you know, here's the thing on it, though, Breezy. My read is that their real commitment was not necessarily to Trey, know, that their real commitment was to getting that rookie quarterback and having that quarterback on a rookie deal to, to so they could build the roster around it. So now they have that anyway in Purdy. So I think that, um, you know, they could keep Trey, but man, you know, it would, I'll say this, it would be, if you keep Trey Lance and Brock Purdy comes back and he's healthy and he plays well and Trey Lance just sits there all year, to me, that's a waste. That's a waste of talent. You've wasted a year of his career and you've wasted the value and having that caliber of a player sitting on your bench. So I don't know. I don't know how they're going to overcome that. Are they just going to keep them until they have to release him or let him become a free agent? I don't see that. I think they're probably going to wind up getting an offer. And the question is, what kind of offer would they take? Um, I wouldn't, I would only take a first round pick or a very high second round pick. Um, If I could get a pick and then like the top, you know, as I said, there's 30 pit, 32 picks in the first round. If I get a pick in the top 50, uh, let's just say closer to 30, I think I would, I'd be willing to, uh, to consider moving him because the kind of player you could get could help you win the Super Bowl in addition to, to Brock. But I will say this, I, the only, the real argument for trading him, and I think they will trade him, but I think what you'll hear from them when they do is that we don't, this is not us not believing in him. This is us not having an opportunity for him to play and not wanting to prevent him from developing. That's, that's bullshit, a, though. I, I that, know that's what they're going to say, though. Oh, and, and I believe it, but that's straight up bullshit because you just brought in Sam Darnold, who, who, who sucks. Yeah. I forgot this is my show and I could curse. He, <laughs> he, but he's proven that he sucks, right? Don't give me seven games where he looked decent and, and decent, right? Block Purdy still outplayed Sam Darnold's ass, too. But Sam Darnold day, leads, was last in the NFL in passer rating, 78.2. Last in completion percentage, 59.7. Third worst in interception percentage. Ranks last in average yards per attempt. He had one good run at six-game stretch at the end of last year where they went four and two. Right. Right. So That's it. You mean to tell me, while Brock rehabs, you're going to go with that over Trey? I know. <laughs> but, you know, and, and not only that, he's complimented Darnold, but he I really know. he hasn't complimented Trey. I don't know. <laughs> it's really weird. I mean, and, and also, come on, they just handpicked Darnold. I mean, you know, it's like it's like it's like any place of work. If all of a sudden it's you're wondering who's got more, you know, who's got more of a future. Is it you or the guy they just hired yesterday? It's the guy they just hired yesterday. They just yesterday decided they wanted to add that guy. Right. Out of all the available quarterbacks, 
that right. they could have signed as free agents. They selected and handpicked a kid with 60 interceptions. And then and, and now we're talking him up. So read, you know, read into it anything you want. I, I just personally I I think it's at this point, if the Niners, first of all, just because the Niners don't like you, look, the Niners didn't yeah. They didn't. They weren't hot on the trail for Watson or Mahomes. They haven't yeah. made every right decision at the quarterback spot. Um, you know, just the teams misevaluate players all the time. Um, so this could be a situation where that's the case, or they could be right, and you know, you're not going to be a player. And you know, the one the thing that makes um, Lance so mysterious is that he seemingly has all the traits that you need to succeed. And and yet can't seem to get on the field. I know, I know. That's what's so frustrating. I don't. It's you know. It's like if they traded him, I'd be holding my breath because I I, I don't know. Maybe they know he can't play, but based on what I've seen, I don't know that yet. Interesting, interesting. All right, I tell you what. Uh, we got a super chat. We're gonna go ahead and get to. All right, we'll do the foghorn. <laughs> B, no, Harris, thank you so much for the contribution. He says, so, say if they do trade Trey Lance and he balls out and Brock flames out, because that's a possibility. Like, Brock might not be good anymore <laughs> uh, after this surgery. And the Niners still don't win a Super Bowl. Then what? Better choose wisely. Laughing emoji. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I guess, but I mean, every team, every team, I mean, the 49ers go check your odds, you know, are the favorite with the Chiefs to win the most games. The 49ers are, I think, the over under on the Niners this year is 11 and a half. It's the highest in the entire league. So this hoping for the Niners to fall on their face, I don't know. Uh, they get the highest number in the league. Right. But if it happens, like this, this, it's just an if. It'll be a bad situation for the Niners. If Trey Lance, I mean, come on. If you misevaluate Trey Lance and he becomes the next Mahomes somewhere else and Brock Purdy regresses and suddenly doesn't quite have an NFL arm and is out of the league in three years and Trey Lance is playing for the Minnesota Vikings and they become an NFC dynasty. Yeah, you're probably out. And that you'll be synonymous with that move. That's why if you move them, you got to get something. You can't just get nothing. This, this idea, well, they're just going to move on from him. Like the Warriors moved on from James Wiseman. I don't see that. I don't see that. They're either going to keep them or they're going to get something significant. That that's key. Pay attention to that guys. Like remember I said, the offer is going to have to be one of those that they can't refuse type of offers. I think, I think the way the 49ers look at this situation from a financial standpoint is they're, you know, they're cool. They're cool where they are. They do want to get Trey on the field. They keep mentioning him getting being healthy, though. Like, how is this kid not healthy yet? You know what I mean? They, I don't know if you paid attention to that, but they keep saying, you know, Trey Lance is coming along from his recover from his injury as well. Uh, and if he's healthy, you know, he's going to get these reps, but then we're going to split them you know, with Sam Darnold. So it's interesting that they keep faulting back to Trey Lance's injury as well. Maybe they don't feel like he's going to be healthy. Maybe that's why they went with a guy like Sam Darnold. But again, out of all the quarterbacks, why not get Marcus Mariota? He's just as, he's better than Sam fucking Darnold. 
I, at the end of the day, if you're gonna have a guy that's gonna come, I would have been my guy too. I would have gone with Mariota, um, but you know, I think Shanahan's had a fascination with Darnold for a while. It sounds like. I mean, he said it yesterday. He's like, I've yeah. liked Sam's skill set for years. He, I mean, what he said about Darnold actually has to be almost repeated because it's just ridiculous. This is Sam Darnold, who was last in all those categories I just read you. Here's what he said. He has <laughs> he has as good a skill set as there is. You can yeah. see his ability. I've always liked him as a prospect. I've always liked how he throws. Yeah, he's got as good a skill set as there is. Sam Darnold has as good a skill set as there mean. is that, in the that NFL. Was, no, 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 no. That was from an evaluation from when he was drafted. I guarantee you that's from that report. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Sam Darnold could be the best quarterback in football is what you're saying. You're that's saying he, that you're yeah. basically saying he's got the skills to be the best in the game. That's what you're saying. That's so he's talking him up huge and the, you know, they're going with Purdy. And they also said is he likes sometimes may go with two quarterbacks. Okay. I mean, I come on. I mean, how many, how if I was Trey, I'm, I'm like disrespected like 19 times over. You've never complimented me at all. Lynch said, I'm on the team right now. You know, I mean, yeah. it just doesn't, it doesn't, you know, um, I need to play. I need to, me needing to play in the minds of our GM is a challenge because they got a team that's ready to go. I mean, it's like they've said a lot of different things about him, but none of them are like, love him. Can't wait to wait till you see this kid. He's going to be great. That's what I'm trying to say. We can't wait to get him out there. He's awesome in practice. The players love him. He's the future. We're so excited. Where is that talk? Trey is going to be. Trey is going to be. Niner fans are really fortunate because, man, this guy, none of that. None of that. Yeah, that's no what talk like that. He's on our team right now. It's we oh, love Sam has, Darnold. I mean, he like, has a chance to compete for the role. That's they'll it. Share they'll share reps. He'll, share reps. He could have done. He could have. He would have had a great. He would have had a, had in Shanahan's mind a hell of a year, but he got hurt, and now he's going to split reps with Sam Darnold to see who could be the backup to Brock Purdy. See. I think I feel like a lot of people, but nothing's like, changed. Nothing's changed, right? <laughs> so Trey Day says Trey is only twenty-two. Why are we counting him out already? We're not counting. We're him not out. counting him out. It's what they're saying. Like they just brought in is- Sam Darnold and gave him eleven million dollars of in potential incentives yeah. and ta- and talked him up. I just quoted you. This is yesterday. Yesterday, the head coach said about the guy who's supposedly behind you on the depth chart. He's got as good a skill set as anybody. I've always loved him as a prospect, how he throws. He has not said that about Trey Lance. They haven't said anything positive about Trey Lance other than Trey's a great person, just a terrific person. It's never about his release. It's never about his accuracy. It's never about his playmaking ability. It's never about his dynamic nature as a this or a that. It's not. It's never about his football. So I just think that they're building, they're building him up that they're, they're in a mode now, I think where they're, they just, they're just going to hang out. They're going to hang out. 
see if Brock gets healthy, see where they're at, see if somebody bowls them over. Um, and maybe they won't get pulled over. Maybe the other, maybe other teams in the league will be uh, skeptical. But I think there's going to be a team, Breezy, that says, you know what? I'd rather have Trey Lance than fill in the blank quarterback in this draft. Mm-hmm. And I think that pick will probably be enough to intrigue the Niners. I think they'll make the move. Listen, we're going to get to a couple of more contributions. We're going to get up out of here. All right. So let's check these out. So we got two more from my man, Sean. Sean has something he wants to say. We'll do the foghorn for both contributions. We'll read them side back to back. Krug asked Breezy about his new kids on the block tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. let me stop. It's amazing. The artwork. Anyway, uh, we really, really botched this whole thing up. First, Having Rich Skankatskaka, I hate Skankarilla, <laughs> right? As our quarterback coach, it f things up. What are, you, what are your thoughts about the 49ers just botching the whole situation? Well, I just think that you know they get they had a bunch of different things they were trying to accomplish, right? Um, you know, we talked a lot about it, but I think they they were trying to accomplish a bunch of different things, and Trey checked all the boxes. They wanted a quarterback on a rookie. They wanted a quarterback that was that was going to be on a rookie deal. That's why they traded up. I think mm-hmm. that's was their real motivation. People are like, how could they trade up to a spot and not know a player? Because they're real. They really weren't committed to Trey as a prospect. They were committed to going with a rookie quarterback, which is why he also told you yesterday they're not interested in Lamar because Lamar is not a rookie quarterback and isn't going to make that kind of money. He's going to make way more money. So that's how they set up their team for the rookie quarterback. They traded up with that in mind. Then I think they went with Lance because they were wowed by what he is as a person because he's a very impressive person. He's a great kid. He comes from a great family. He's got all the traits you want. So they fell in love with his traits and who he is as a person. And then they said to themselves, you know what? We'll take this great prospect and we'll put him through a phenomenal uh, game plan, which is what like the Chiefs did with Mahomes, give him a full red shirt year. They did that. And then we'll have a great young quarterback. And it's just not quite that simple. And he, and he needed more time to play because of the FCS, because he hadn't played a lot because of the pandemic. And they just haven't been able to afford him that time. And now they're in a different spot. Now there's a little bit more pressure to win. They've they've they haven't won that Super Bowl. They've gotten close. Now Brock has emerged, and he's also really cheap. So now that checks that box. And I just think that now it's like, it, like before they were invested in Trey's development. Now mm-hmm. they're just monitoring Trey's development. You know they they're there. If he develops, they'll they'll put him in. But if he doesn't develop, they'll put Darnold in. And um, I don't get that they seem not as invested in Trey. And that's maybe just my perception of it. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, I've been wrong before. Be. Yeah. And it's nothing wrong with being wrong. And there's nothing uh, wrong with being right. I mean, it, it, this is what we're doing. We, we're giving you, they're giving us the take, uh, you know, the, the, the media, and we're going to give you our takes on it and how we interpret it. You can yeah. agree with it. You could disagree with it. It's all love, everybody, you know? It's all love. Should be loving everybody out there anyway. It's all love. Support is everything in life. Listen, we got one more uh, super chat contribution, I believe. Well, two more. Uh, here's the second one from Sean. He says, uh, "Then, uh, so this was like a continuation. He must. He didn't allow it to fill up because he wasn't finished. <laughs> then keeping Garbagolo on the roster when he was, then running him like a fullback. Come on, the plank in Shanny's eyes as quarterback play." 
be blessed. So he just wanted to add in uh, keeping Garoppolo plus the Scangarello plus all the bull crap. He just feels like they're, they've botched it up, you know, and I like the way you just broke it down, Larry. Um, I, I don't think they botched it. I think Brock Purdy just wove them. Like they didn't know they were going to get that from Brock. And now that they know what they got in Brock, they're looking back and saying, Oh snap. And so I think, you know, it's kind of it kind of is what it is. Jacqueline, she says, "Great show, guys." Larry kills it. I can't wait because next week I'll be on Larry's show, so this is really cool. We just That's right. Every early. Wednesday, every Wednesday, five Eastern, two Pacific. Back, back, and back and forth. Michael Payne with a super chat contribution too. How is Porton in this draft for the future? Uh, Porton. I'm not sure who he's talking about, so let me look it up. How how Im- he, he that that was supposed to be one word, I think. How oh, important? In, how important? How important is this draft? Oh, I mean, they're gotcha. all important. They're all important yeah. for sure. Good, yeah, they're they're definitely all important. Um, and if you listen to Jed York, he talks about it, you know. And it's not about like hitting, you know, you you want to hit on your draft picks, but it doesn't matter where you get drafted. Uh, it, it all comes down to you know, once you get in, once you get that opportunity, you know, you're either gonna take it and make it make it work or you know you, you're not so uh all the draft all the drafts are important you know even though we don't have any first round picks these picks actually help us too because larry uh i believe only the third round picks count against the top 51 and so all those later picks you know won't affect the salary cap and you can know the 49ers are kind of strapped right now without any new restructures or extensions and things like that so that should be coming up really soon down the line. Larry, what a great show. Uh, you're an amazing, uh, you were an amazing guest. You're an amazing host. You're an amazing content creator. You have a great voice. You're just great. We have a poll question. I do. I try to do a poll question on every show. Uh, and it's kind of pertaining to the show. Uh, and the poll question simply was, who is pushing more for Trey Lance? And the options are Kyle, John, both of them or none of the above. What do you think the the, the community out there voted on? Um well first give me your vote and then tell me what you think they voted on. Who's pushing who would I vote for for who's pushing the most for Trey Lance? Yeah. yeah. Um based off of what you heard and you know. I would say Ryan Hensley. Ryan Hensley. Um <laughs> <laughs> Seems like the pushing the most for Trey Lance. I think they might be related. They may <laughs> Ryan 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 may be related to to Trey. Now, um, I think um, I, I I actually don't. I think I don't think you know. I don't think anybody's really. I think everybody's pushing. Everybody's pulling for Trey Lance, right? Good point. Everybody. Trey Lance has done nothing wrong. Trey Lance got hurt. Trey Lance has barely played. A lot of these things are circumstantial. Nobody's done anything wrong here. That's why I'm saying nothing nefarious has happened. Nobody's lied. Nobody did anybody wrong. Nobody did anybody dirty. Nothing like that. He just, because of circumstances, hasn't been able to play and hasn't been able to show what he can do. Um, And now there's like a new young quarterback who's taken over. And, uh, but you know, it's, it, the game's not over the game. The game's like, you know, let's say it's halftime of the game. The game's got more to it and he could still come back. So, but I, and I just think at the end of the day, what they, you know, I, the reason I loved, um, Lance in the draft 
is because of the person that he is. And so they love who he is as a person. That's why, like, you've heard Jed and Kyle and uh, Lynch all talk about how great a person he is. But I think what's really clear is that he needs reps and he needs them now and he needs to develop. Without the reps, he won't develop. And I just think they're they're going to wind up trading him and complimenting him on the way out the door that he was such a great, you know, that he handled it with such, you know, such, you know, whatever. I mean, he's, they're going to say he was, he was incredibly uh, gracious and he was a professional all the way through and they're going to trade him saying that he needs to play and they don't have the, the playing time to give him. But um, I really think that's, what's going to happen. I think that's, what's going to happen. And, and I think it's a risk because I think, you know, he is such a great kid and right now he's not ready to play, but I think, I think they are ready. I think they do understand that they may look bad on the back end of this trade. So they're very concerned about not giving him away. Um, so that's kind of, I think where they're at. And I, but I think within what they'll take and, and what they think is fair value, somebody's going to come with an offer because, you know, yeah, there are teams that don't probably don't like him in the league, but there's also people that have worked with him and his work ethic and his, and who he is as a person is really real. And I think Rand Carthon knows it. I think Sala knows it. You know what I'm saying? So I think there's going to be some teams around the league who have interest in them. That's interesting. Very interesting. 50, oh, hold on. Let me go to the, the, to the poll, to the poll. All right. So 45% said none of the above. I would, I would have to say they are, they believe in him, but I would go none of the above because yeah. nobody really believes they're still going to trade him. I think, you know what I'm saying? Damn. Woo. That's deep. That's deep. Listen, Larry, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, man. Listen, uh, thanks for coming in. Uh, I'll see you next week or yeah, next week for sure. Next Wednesday, two o'clock Pacific, five o'clock Eastern. Guys, make sure you go subscribe show. to his channel. Make sure you, uh, uh, I'll put the channel description in the show. If you're not Thanks, already man. subscribed, Larry, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Always love it, man. You're All the right. best. Peace. The great, the legend, Mr. Larry Kruger. Yes, I got to fix my face because I'm split into 16s. Uh, Paul, appreciate you, brother. I know it's late where you are. Shout out to everybody overseas that watches the show. I, 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 the support you guys have uh, for 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 me and the channel and and the family over here is is tremendous. I I don't tell you thank you enough. I know it's late. I know it's late. I know it's late. But I appreciate you. But speaking of late, I got another show tonight, seven p.m. with the one and only. I call him the superstar of 49ers content creating. I feel like he's the MVP. He's my MVP. Uh, Raj from RSF 49ers on his channel, 7 p.m. The RB show, part two. All right, we'll be at 7 p.m. tonight, so make sure you guys jump on over there to RSF 49ers. Okay, we're gonna be going live. We got one more super chat contribution I wanted to get to from my brother Nick. Shout out to my man Nick Falkhorn. Oh man, Nick says. What's up, guys? Love the collaboration. Who's more to blame for Lance's lack of development, Kyle or John or both? Uh, Larry's gone, but I'll answer it for you. I don't think any of them are to blame uh, because I don't think Trey Lance is lacking development. I think he's more lacking the chance and the opportunity to get out there due to injury. So uh, how can a player develop if they can't play football? And so they can develop 
in you know in the in the in the mind they can they could become a student of the game right by studying watching film all those good things you know but i i don't think he's lacking there uh the only way he's going to get better is by getting out there on the football field bro and that's why i feel like i need john and kyle to come together and i you know what i need i need trey lance okay i need trey lance to just Smack everybody in the mother freaking face. Yeah, I said it. There it is. The, mo- the, the smack them. Play ball out. I don't know what you're gonna do in OTAs, but whatever you got to do in OTAs, Trey. That's phase one. Do the damn thing. Leave no doubt in your head coach's mind that you are the man. That's it. It's the only thing I could suggest. And if Trey Lance does that, and then Kyle and John still does some dumb shit, now we got a problem. Then we're gonna talk about them. All right. But right now, uh, the way I see it, my quarterback situation, Trey Lance is one. Sam Darnold is two. Brock Purdy is currently number three until he's healthy. All right, we'll leave it at that. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Is that 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time? I believe. All right. Our SF 49ers. Jump on over to the channel. All right. Make sure you're uh, you're subscribed to the show. The RB show is on its way. Till then, I love you, faithful. It's been great. Always keep it nitty gritty because that's what we do. We keep it 100 over here, man. Thanks for watching. Peace.